behind is not helping those of us who are who have are without. The grind as it grinds, it's leaving more and more people are dropping off the wheel. People seeing their standards of living being eroded, their standards of living, what they could have access to, what they could afford, gradually that is being eroded over time. And you have to sit back and ask yourself the question, to what end is this? Where is this all going? What is the grand purpose? Because things don't just happen. This is why most of us don't believe in this evolutionary idea that the Big Bang created the sun, the moon, and the stars, because that doesn't make any sense. It just doesn't flow. That somebody with intelligent design must have created this. So when you look at how all of these societal impacts are going, you have to ask yourself, what is this going, there's a big design. There's a grand design behind all of this, and that is what we need to explore. We need to excavate. We need to think, my friends. We're not thinking. We're going to, we spend way too much time being entertained. We spend way too much time allowing others to influence our viewpoints with what they want us to believe. They want us to believe that the issues of the day are confined to homosexuality and men wanting to be women and women wanting to be men. They, they want us to think that the issues of the day are just simply about that. When in fact, the issues of the day is how industrialists have now controlled the economy, controlled the society to where workers are getting injured at nine times at double the national average, and there is no accountability and no reporting. Because as administrations come and go, one person likes this, one person likes that, one person favors this, another person favors that. And some people favor this, some people favor that. And what you find happening is that people get shuffled in the shuffle. People are lost. This is why we have a bridge economy now. You know what's a bridge economy? That's where people live. You want to find where people live today? Go under a bridge in any city in the United States. You will find that's where people live. There's so many homeless people. You don't see them during the day. You know why? Because they're afraid to be seen in the day because they don't want to be rounded up. When they get rounded up, where do they go? They become criminalized. Where do they go? They go to jail. Then what happens when they go to jail? They're tried with a crime. They're too poor. They don't have a phone to call anybody. They don't have a lawyer. They don't have family who have anything can put them up so they can go out of jail. So they end up being in the prison system. When they end up in the prison system, where do they end up? Working for free. This is what? This is the grand design. Watch the Hunger Games. We're fast entering that era when this is what the society is going to resemble. And you know, all of this is going to happen while you and I are asleep at the switch. You and I will be asleep. You and I will be sitting there watching all this happen in real time. Right now, we're seeing it, and we're not talking about it. We're not asking questions about it. We're not saying anything. You drive past people on the street all the time. Are you helping them? Do you ever give a homeless person a dollar? Have you ever thought this year... When you look at, you're going to go buy stuff you don't need and you're not going to contribute to a homeless shelter or somebody providing food for people who are homeless. Watch this. You know what else you're not going to do? Put aside some money so that you yourself never find yourself. Every time I see someone, I say, but for the grace of God, go I. And I ask myself, what are you doing to make sure that never happens to you nor your children? This is why I say to all of you who are paying highfalutin rent because you want this kind of address. You need to re-examine that. You're paying highfalutin mortgage to live in an address 
because it makes people have a different perception of you. Watch that perception, foolishness. Go pay rent that you can afford. Go pay mortgage that you can afford. Go buy yourself a house that needs to be fixed up. Fix the house up. Put yourself in it. Get your friends and family by the one next door and fix it up. And before you know it, you have increased and added to the value of your own home. Instead of paying rent at $1,800, I watch young people graduate from college, and the first thing they want to do is to go show off how independent they are. And you go take on a rent, $1,100 a month. People don't think, we're not sitting down and writing it out. I ask my children, write out how much it costs. I used to write out, I said, this is how much I earn. This is how much it costs us to live. So they grew up with an awareness. I used to make them log into my account online and show them and ask them how much money is left. You want me to do something now? How much money is left? Well, the rent hasn't gone through. The car note hasn't gone through yet. But here's how much money we have. Let's see what we can do. So they grew up with an awareness. My oldest daughter tells me when she went to college, she could tell her friends how to apply for a loan, how to apply for a credit card. She could explain to them how to log into their account and how to open a bank account and so on. Do you see what I'm saying? These are the issues that matter. So while you are Friday, sit down and do your own forensic accounting. Look back over the year and see where you spent money. And say to yourself, is this really where I want to put my money? Or do I want to have more money in the bank? Or do I want to have more stuff? Because what is becoming increasingly clear that your net worth is real. If you don't have net worth, you don't have any value to the society. So for those of you who are paying high rent, right? Think about what is your net worth. People talk about this all the day. Do some forensic accounting. When you do it, it's going to motivate you. When you look at how much you saved or how much you didn't save, it's going to make you say, I've got to change it. And all of us are waking up in the middle of the night thinking something is off somewhere. All of us are waking up in the middle of the night with that voice saying, we got to change something, something. We got to change something. Do you see what I'm saying? Do you see where I'm coming from? Friends, we've got to change the way we think. It's not enough to just say, oh, I have $200. I can go. No, save that $200. It's not enough to say, well, I think I need this or I think I need that. No, it's not enough. Because something, there has been a fundamental shift. This is not the society where people were more generous or people felt that they had a moral obligation to be better or to take care of their fellow man. No, people don't think like that anymore. It's all about me and me and what I want. It's all about my bottom line. It's all about me big pimping and profiling. So for all of you who go change your car every two years and go take out a lease every two years, you got to be kidding me. Uh-uh. Go buy yourself a two-year-old car. Go down to the car dealership. Go to the used car section. Buy yourself a used car. You're way better off. Same car. Same vehicle. You care about what your friends think or you care about what your money thinks about you. So many of us get caught up in wearing the latest and the greatest. People kill themselves over wearing Christian Lobotini shoes. I'm looking at you all like you're all crazy. You're going to spend $1,800 on a pair of shoes? To, to what end? <laughs> and you're going to fall down in the same shoes anyway. <laughs> right? You're never going to catch me spend more than $100 on a pair of shoes. I kid you not. It just ain't worth it for me. It just isn't. 
How long am I going to wear it for? The end of time? <laughs> no. What's the point? So many of us, when we look at we have so much stuff. We have so much stuff that could have been translated into money. My friends, I'm telling you, go buy land. Go buy land. Go into the inner city and go look it up online. You don't even have to go into the. Just go online and see what they have available. Go buy the land. Own the land. You'll get ideas what to deal with it. Go put your money into something. Some of you have money and you're sitting on it. And you're like, what am I going to do with it? Well, you can make a donation to the Exodus Foundation. At least we're doing something with it. But you can also go buy something for yourself. Move out of that expensive apartment. You're paying $1,500 a month. How are you going to save anything to buy, to, to buy a house? You're paying $500 a month. And they did a study on a, a CBS recently. And a, a 2020 Ford Explorer or 2019 Ford Explorer is $853 a month. So for three years, they stretched it out to eight years. I'm like, you're going to take, nobody keeps a car for eight years. You're going to take eight years to pay $400 a month. The interest on that kills you, right? Mind-blowing. That's how expensive. You know who is making the money? The automakers. Why is it costing me $800 a month for a car that you build in three months? A car that is made out of plastic. You hit it. If, you, if you're in your car, just hit your dashboard with your fist. The thing is sunk in it. It's all plastic. In an accident, all that stuff just becomes plastic and kills people off anyway. Why are we spending $853 a month on a car note for a Ford? I was done. <laughs> I mean, years ago, I told my ex-boyfriend, I said, I stopped buying cars through a dealership years ago. I buy a two-year-old car, a four-year-old car. I buy cash, and I'm done. He thought he was one of those big baller types. He couldn't understand what I was saying. I said, so you telling me your fleet of cars, you have you paying a note on that? I said, Go. I said just take pen and paper, add up how much you're spending. He said, but I thought, you know, I just absorbed in business, guys. I said, cut it out. Go buy the car. Cash. You own it. Pay the insurance on it and maintain it. You're better off. He has never looked back since. I kid you not. No wonder he doesn't like me because I make sense. <laughs> you see what I mean? <laughs> right? Because I think through this, because when you look at it, you have to ask yourself, it's like some of you take out a loan. Some of us take out a loan on a house. We like the house. And you want to live in a nice neighborhood and you want a big house because, you know, you want your friends and your family to think you've made it. So you go buy a house. You have to ask yourself, if something were to happen, could I pay this mortgage? So you're going to pay $1,800 a month for mortgage. You have to ask yourself, could I pay this mortgage? If not, Go take out a house where you can pay a mortgage for $750 a month. I don't understand that. Do you see what I'm saying? Why would I do that? Somebody I know was paying mortgage of $450 per month in a nice neighborhood. Didn't, uh, nice neighborhood, nice city. But had this unfathomable quench to live downtown. And would rather go pay rent twice, down twice the amount than have equity in a house, couldn't see the value of it. Sometimes I wonder what is money worth to people. 
if you want to question what money is worth, think of the Hunger Games. That will tell you what stuff is worth. They will strip you of what you own. And if you don't have a house, they will put you in a commune to live because you don't have any value. What value do you have? Mind-blowing, right? When you think about these things. So think about this shopping season. When you're going to shop, what does it cost? What is the opportunity cost for me to buy this? What is it costing the workers? It's maiming and killing people. If they can't work, from my perspective, they're going to be homeless. I don't think I like that. I don't think I like that at all. So for more information about what we do, thank you so much for joining me on this broadcast today. I got to go getting the wrap up. Go to my website, theexodusfoundation.com. Thank you for visiting. Make a contribution. Just click right on the homepage, make a contribution to what we do. Just make a contribution. Whatever amount you give, it's going to help us keep people off the streets. Right? We're one of the providers of shelter in the Detroit area. Help us. Right? Can you help us? Right? So go to the exodusfoundation.com. Click on Donate. We're a 501c3 organization, which means we're duly registered with the IRS. Yes, we do. They know about us. So we're not just some thing out there. Right? Go to the Exodus Foundation, make a donation, as well as you can go to Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, and buy my books. I guarantee you they're not being delivered by full. <laughs> right? Help us to keep, keep our show on the air. This is a listener-supported programming. So go to my page on anchor.fm, and it says support this podcast. Click on it. You can do that for 99 cents a month. It helps us to keep ourselves on the air. Thank you so much, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving. No politics, no religion. Don't ask people what they're thankful for either. Just say, I'm so glad to see you. Let's eat. Just say, I'm so glad to see you. Let's eat. Watch some football or watch a scary movie, which is what we're going to do around here. Anywho, <laughs> thank you so much, everybody. Be blessed. <laughs>